No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Ketchup Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me, Eli Cabron. NFL Bears Week 8 recap. They fall to the 49ers, 33-22. We're going to jump right into it. Big Nick the Quick, we were talking a little bit offline. He was he was going into it. But let's start with you, Nick. We We started the game okay. We looked solid to start the game. Fell off late. D was getting ate up all day. How did you feel about the game when it hit 3.30? Game was over. How did you feel about it when uh, when when the final whistle went off? Yeah, I mean, it's the best I felt after a Bears game this year, hands down. Right? Like, I think when you look at this year, we, real, we here, I know that the three of us knew pretty early on. Like, this is not a team that's looking to make a deep playoff run like we don't have that kind of talent right like if you had any thoughts of the bears coming on late turning this thing around all of a sudden becoming a threat making some long run and you know you know looking to become a contender like that's just not the case i think we realized that pretty early on so for me this whole year the number one thing that it needed to be about the number one thing that they need to be focused on in hallis hall the number one thing that they need to be talking about in meetings is development of justin fields and I feel like yesterday was the first time um, since he's been put in there, since the season started, that it has been 100% about uh, uh, Justin Fields. Like, I don't give a shit about the wins and losses. I don't care what their record is at the end of the year. I want them to be out there making it seem like they're 100% invested in developing him and crafting an offense around him that's going to help him develop. And I feel like yesterday that game plan did that. Whether it's the fact that it seemed like he more he seemed more comfortable running the ball. They ran more RPOs. They had more zone reads. On the touchdown to Jesse James, he's rolling to his left, escaping pressure, hitting a tight end. They're utilizing the tight ends, which is something they haven't been doing all year. Um, you talk that about was that, a dime. That was a, a dime, dime, dime. A dime, yeah. rolling to his left, right? Yeah. And obviously, the offensive line is what it is. Like, our offensive line is garbage. It's going to continue to be garbage, right? So we know that. Like, that's a fact. So the fact that it seems like the uh, game plan yesterday seemed to prioritize getting around that using Justin Fields' strengths, having him use his athleticism, having him roll out. It seems like they even told him last week, like, yo, be more comfortable running the ball. At one point in time in the broadcast, Greg Olson said, um, Justin Fields is his best check down. And it seems like that's what they told him during the week. If it wasn't there, he was on his feet. He was quick. He was decisive. He seemed comfortable. If I'm him, I'm walking in the building tomorrow with my head up high. Again, regardless of the result, knowing that I had a game where I looked 100% comfortable and it looked like it could turn into something. The numbers are what it was. I think he only threw for 175 yards. He rushed for another 100. Obviously, he had that great Sports Center highlight touchdown. But overall, just watching that game, that's the most comfortable that he's looked. And to me, that's the most comfortable the offense has looked all year long. That loss is 100% on the defense's inability to stop anybody. But as offensively goes, Justin Fields goes, Again, man, it, it's funny. Nagy's not in the building for a week, and it seems like Fields is more empowered to be Justin Fields instead of trying to be what Matt Nagy's version of a quarterback is. Eli. Yeah, I mean, what Nick, what you said is, is 100% right, but I thought it was interesting that for the first time in, in, in a long time, I feel like the quarterback play was good and the Bears' defense let them down. Like, they couldn't stop anybody. I mean, the last two weeks you've had Rodgers – Aaron Jones, Devonta Adams. Okay, that's understandable. Then last week, you got the Bucs offense, Brady, Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette. All right, fine. 
This week it's Jimmy Garoppolo, Elijah Mitchell, and Debo Samuel, and they're still getting gashed. Like they didn't have any single, they didn't have a single sack, a single quarterback hit, a single takeaway. They didn't even force a punt. Like the defense just did not show up, and that is a huge concern. Roquan Smith, who's been the by far the most reliable and best player, had a horrible game. He admitted it afterwards, but like you have third and eighteen. The Niners are backed up inside their own 20, and they throw a screen pass. Clearly, they're just trying to gain a few yards and punt, and he goes 80 yards for a touchdown. Like, the, the defense, we, we've been talking for the last few weeks about how it's not as good as they think they are. They think that they're a top-five defense, and they're not. Yeah. This is not even an average defense. They're bad. Like, they are a bad defense. I mean, you can count it that Khalil Mack was out, but, like, you have to be able to stop Jimmy Garoppolo quarterback option runs near the goal line. Like it's just inexcusable in my opinion. The field stuff was promising. I agree that the RPOs, the bootlegs, all that stuff, his throw, the, the touchdown to James was amazing. His run was even more amazing. But to me, the takeaway was that the defense is worse than we realized. Yeah, remember I, I said that we were talking about how Fields looked on the sideline. He looked completely different yesterday. Like oh, in, sure. in every aspect, when they showed him, he just looked very confident, very comfortable. And like you said, Nick, I think he it's it was almost like someone told him, "Hey, look, like beat Justin Fields when oh, shit's not you. going right." Like, hey, that, be you ex- <laughs> exactly yeah. though. But that's kind of what it looked like. He 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 wasn't overthinking stuff. He wasn't getting he wasn't dropping back and just kind of looking lost. He was coming off reads, and he wasn't there. He was just trying to make something happen. So, yeah, it was almost like someone gave him the green light to do that. I don't know the details on that, but it did look like a, a light a light switch. We do know the details. It wasn't Matt Nagy. Like, or yeah. no, it's not even being funny. It wasn't Matt Nagy in his ear all week. Like, it's he looked completely different. When it was time to make a decision, he was making different decisions than he's been making the last few weeks. And I don't think that's just because now he's in his fourth or fifth start. I think that this week during practice, he had a different voice in his ear or whatever, the same coaches that have been around, but they don't have Nagy in their ear. Because at this point, we know Nagy's a dumbass. Like, we know that he's a dumbass. Like, 100%. You can listen to him talk. You can listen to him ramble on in an interview, whatever it might be. So not having that in your ear all week and having a coach being like, hey, man, if it's not there, just be you. Just literally go out there and be you, man. If You you don't need to sit back there and take the beating in the pocket. Like, you're faster. You're more athletic. Like, you're that guy. Just take it and run. Or if it's not, or or take it, roll out and try to find somebody. Throw to the tight end. We'll give you some easier shit. And again, like the shit that he missed on, like, yeah, he missed some throws. He missed more than one throw, right? I caught with Sean, you and I were talking in that one that he missed in the, was the third quarter? Over the, yeah, the tip um, ball over the middle, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And there was a few others like that. There were some times that he held on to the ball too long. He made some mistakes, but all that is correctable. The thing that he did that it hasn't, that we haven't seen so far is just how comfortable he looked. And we saw him be Justin Fields. Like we yeah. saw him. We, we It's easy to see why you drafted him now. Like I really, I just, I get it, man. The defense is trash, but we knew that. The line is trash, but we knew that. But man, Look at positive like, Nick. there's positive positivity Nick the there. Well, cause what are we going <laughs> to do, man? Like even if they would have, if like, here's the thing, man, like we know the deal with this year. Let's not pretend to come in here and be like, oh, this sucks. That sucks. Like, yeah, all that shit sucks. They need a roster overhaul. They are at a talent deficiency. That is a fact especially on the offensive line and the defensive line and apparently the secondary as well. No, the secondary is And the secondary is completely torn else. up. Yeah. 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 So we are at a talent deficiency. There's nothing we can do about that in season. All we can worry about in season right now is developing this quarterback. I don't give a damn about anything else. 
Yes, the defense was brutal yesterday. Awful. No adjustments from Desai. The 80-yard shit to Debo Samuel. Um, Eli, you kind of disrespected Debo Samuel by putting him in there with Jimmy Garoppolo and the running back. Debo, <laughs> Debo's a beast. Those other, Debo's I, I nice. Yeah, 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 Debo's a beast. He's but, not supposed to take 80-yard screen passes. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. They were getting blocked by everybody. There was no passion in there. Like, the defense was terrible. That absolutely needs to be addressed. But, man, we come in here every week and talk about the shit show that we just watched on offense the day before. And it just feels good to me. Again, stats, stats aside, just with the eye test, they 100% passed the eye test. So I don't know what happened. I don't know what they were talking about in Hallis Hall all last week. But at least they came out, looked threatening. They scored in spots where they normally wouldn't score. Right? If it, again, they scored in situations where they normally wouldn't score. I get it's only 22 points. But like it's like, yo, we scored early. And we scored on a drive late with the fields run. So it's like we wouldn't normally score in those situations. And, if, yeah, I mean, maybe shit goes differently if Santos doesn't miss the extra point. But to Sean's point, they needed to score yeah. anyways to win the ball game. So it ends up not really mattering. But, man, the offense to me, 175 passing yards, be damned, looks exciting. Well, you heard Allen Robinson snitch on the whole the whole coaching staff during the week when he said, we don't really have a rapport with Justin because he didn't get any first team reps in training camp. And you can see that now, like, well, first of all, that you can see that Fields is especially comfortable with Jesse James because that's was his guy during preseason. But you can see that he's getting a bond with Mooney, with Robinson. Like those things are improving as he gets more time in the practice field and on Sundays. And, and that's definitely helping. But uh, the more reps he gets, the better, the more comfortable in theory that he'll feel. I mean, the offensive line obviously has to protect him, but the more the more reps that he gets, I just really think that if Matt Nagy can step, if he can step back and realize like this kid just needs time, it's not going to happen overnight, but like there's potential there. And the more they can do to help him, the better he'll be. And, and I mean, today was just, or yesterday was just one game, but like moving forward, I think there's high hopes for this offense. Not to be, they're not going to be uh, in the, in the stratosphere of the Packers or the Bucks, but like they can be a competent offense with the talent that they have. If, if he can get comfortable with his skill position players. I think it was a big, 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 big day for Justin Fields, purely for him personally, mentally. I think there might've been some doubt, like, man, I really can't run around out here in the NFL. Like that shit's not going to work. Like maybe I do just need to become a passer that, you know, can sit in the pocket and do what I do my thing. I think, him, Sometimes you got to see the ball go through the hoop, right? Yeah, exactly. Sometimes That's what you I mean. One hundred percent, right? So I think he. I can even see it on the sideline. I kind of got the feeling like he was like, "Hold on, maybe I can do do a little do a little spectacular out here. Maybe okay. this maybe this isn't that far from the Big Ten. You know what I'm saying? That that was why I think it was a really really big deal for Justin Fields because it's like. These dudes aren't supernatural. I can still beat these dudes on the edge. Absolutely. I can still take off if I need to and pick up 15. The shit that – yo, listen. I knew he was an athlete and all that, and I knew he was fast. He leaves people on the on the corner. If he turns the corner, it's, it, forget about it, bro. Mm -hmm. It's 14, 15 easy. Like, without issue. He's cruising, too. It's not like he's – it almost looks like he's just floating around. Like, okay, let me let me turn the corner here. It's uh, it's very impressive, and I think, like I said, I think it was a big, big thing for him mentally to say, like, yo, I can actually do this. Just like you said, Nick, the, I got to see the ball go through the hoop. Got to see the ball go through the hoop. Yeah. Eli, let me come to you here on this. So for the defense, is it is it 50-50 Desai and the talent, 
or do we just not have any talent on D? Is it did it did, did our D all of a sudden just get old? I know we lost Eddie Jackson early in the game, and I know we killed Eddie oh. Jackson, but on our roster. Wait, did anybody know he was the second leading tackler for the Bears? Yeah, that's embarrassing. I they, when they said that, yes, I was like, really? Well, listen, the, we we've been getting gas. There's always someone in. There's always someone 10, 12 yards downfield. I know what the amount of tackles he missed though. It's like wow. <laughs> yeah, so. I know we kill him, but he's still one of our better players. I don't know if he, that means that means he's a good player, but he's still one of our better players on the roster. Eli, do you think it's more of just a, a roster thing, or is it a, a scheme thing as well with the side? I, I think it was definitely a combination of both. Uh, you saw, especially in the middle of the game, I noticed they were going after Danny Trevathan, who just has been a step slow for a couple of years now, and now is multiple steps slow. Um, he knows the scheme, but that doesn't being in the right place at the right time doesn't make you faster, and and that was exposed. But I, I think Desai is still learning on the job. But without Khalil Mack, um, Hicks is banged up. Eddie Jackson went out. Like they're just out of talent deficiency. And then uh, you you throw in like they just the scheme is just not fit with what they have. Like they 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 need pressure off the edge. And with Khalil Mack not in the game, and and he was inefficient the few weeks previous because of this injury. Like unless they have those edge rushers coming off, it's not going to do anything because the secondary is just not good enough to contain those receivers. So, yeah, I think the blame's passed around to both sides. Yeah. It was really disheartening to see Jimmy Garoppolo very comfortable coming off the edge and running oh. the football. Extremely comfortable. He did it twice. Extremely, no, was, extremely comfortable. Extremely. It was extremely play, uncomfortable to see how comfortable he was rushing the football. That play near the goal line where they put the man in motion and clearly like the timing was off. If that was yeah. the Bears, that would have been a loss of seven. And for them, they just recover and score a touchdown. Like it's. Yeah, yeah we're, it, it, I thought Olsen was great yesterday. But yeah, he yeah, explained he, that play where he where he was essentially he had to wave him off because something wasn't right. And then he just ended up taking himself was awesome. But dude, and also on third down, like I know you talked about the third and 18. Let's on third down in general. They were getting whatever they wanted. On it was third and 20. It was third and 20, by the way. Third and 20. Whatever. Yeah, it, it, but it, it, could be third, it could be third and anything. And they were getting whatever they wanted. Like they made Kyle Shanahan look like the most brilliant play caller in the history of the NFL. Like the defense was awful. Uh, Kendall v- Bildor getting beat by uh, was that Samuel on the long one? The long, not the not the screen pass, but there was a long bomb. I think that was Ayuk. Yeah, that was was Ayuk. Ayuk. Yeah. yeah, Ayuk, Sun Devil. Um, yeah. yeah, he's the Sun Devil. <laughs> he's the Sun, sun Devil, Jerry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, shot, yeah. So I mean, just yeah, just, it's just breakdowns all over the place. So yeah, I think it was definitely on both. It's a talent issue and it's a, co- a coordinator issue. I do want to give a shout out to Khalil Herbert though. Again, forget the numbers. Like I know it was only three yards a carry, but that boy can run. He's a warrior. He, run, yeah. he runs forward. He makes his little one cut, and he gets five, six, seven yards every rip. It seems like. So. Yeah, I feel great about him and David Montgomery. Yeah, I don't. We don't need For- Tariq. Cohen. It's funny they show Tariq Cohen talk about his ACL injury, and then he starts TikTok dancing on the sideline. Yeah, <laughs> did y'all see that? Yeah, no, like he's recovering. Yeah, they go. He's recovering from an ACL injury, and right as they say that, he start, he does a TikTok dance, and then also like, well, I was glad to see he's in good spirits. <laughs> yeah, they cut to him. He was on the sideline wearing uh, it's like an orange orange jumper. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, listen. There's a lot of I tweeted before the game how bad the offense was. We were eight of sixteen on third down. We're the we're the worst third down team in the league. Our offense is the worst in the league. Eight of sixteen so, is not bad, but like no, no, that's what I'm saying. So like for for us to be the worst third down team in the league, we went eight of sixteen on third down, three hundred twenty four total yards of offense, still below five yards per play, which is not ideal. But the D was the D. 
You know what? You know, like to go all the way back, like three, four years ago of us talking and doing this shit. We knew the window with the D. That's why we were so upset with the Trubisky thing. It's like, man, this D, this this is the D that can win the Super Bowl, but we don't have a quarterback. Like we don't have anything on offense. Like this is the issue. Now we're starting to come on the tail end of the D. Trevathan's a step slow, like you said. Mac is hurt. Hicks is getting older. Eddie Jackson isn't the guy we thought he was. We lose a corner. Um, we add Jalen. Uh, we add Jay Johnson, but you know we lose um Kyle Fuller and now it's like we're kind of in limbo on D it's just a, it's just it's the team has just been run really poorly like yes. and that's what it is and you and you and you get to the, and you get to 2022 we now have some hope with the quarterback but that doesn't change all the mistakes and stuff that was made before that the team has been run poorly we we now have a very mediocre team with a very mediocre coaching staff with a very mediocre front office and once that shit flips then we could start to roll, but hey, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say no. Finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. That that was that. That was all. That was all I had. But you know what? Look, if you have the quarterback right, and that quarterback develops, and he looks like someone who can be something, how many quick turnarounds have we seen? Right. I know they lost yesterday, but look yeah. at the Chargers. That was a trash organization. Look at the Bills. That was a trash organization. You get the quarterback right. You get yep. a competent team architect in there, and you do your job. Right. Okay. We only have X amount of draft picks. We got to hit on 85% of these. Right. We only have X amount of dollars to spend in free agency. We have to make smart moves. But if we're developing the quarterback while we're doing that, it's all good. You know what's not good? When you're developing everywhere else and you don't have the quarterback. That's where we just were. Yeah. So I would rather be developing the quarterback and having to worry about everything else than having to worry about the quarterback while developing everything else. Does that make sense? So it is what it is, man. Hey, fire pace, fire naggy, get in some competent people. We have seen the turnarounds. Look around the league at what happens once you get that QB. Look at what happens in the league once you get that QB. Bad rosters turn good real quick. Shit, look at the Green Bay Packers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is an extreme outlier, but that roster is ass. Ass. But they win every week because the quarterback is handled. So that's why I'm so encouraged by yesterday because it looks like for a, a chance we might be developing a quarterback that could be special. And to me, but that's what it's all about. I have a question for you guys. I know you guys are gambling guys. Trade deadlines tomorrow afternoon. Over under half, 0.5 trades by the Chicago Bears. I, I wanted to look up some context because I know I got uh, dissed on Twitter for not knowing uh, Tariq Cohen's injury last week. My bad. The last <laughs> incident, Jakeem Grant, <laughs> Jakeem Grant they, uh, they got it a couple weeks ago. The last in-season trade before that by the Bears – was in 2017, they traded a seventh-round pick for Dontrell Inman. I remember that. Major impact, obviously. We had no receivers, yeah. <laughs> right. And then uh, the year before, they traded Jared Allen to the Panthers and John Bostic to the Patriots. So there's only been – Pace has only made three – or four, I guess, now with um, K- uh, King Grant. Four in-season trades in seven years. So do you think they'll make any before the deadline tomorrow? Man, what are the odds on no. that? No, no, yeah, I would probably, I would probably say, <laughs> I'll, I'll answer for you. No, unless they can get like, I'm gonna, a, say, I'm gonna say yes. Okay, Who, but like, what would they, what would they do? Well, listen, are they buying or selling? They have to be selling. They have to be selling. If they're do buying, they? I'm going crazy. What are they? What was there to buy? Right. You're gonna buy an entire offensive line? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, and we have a, we got a rough stretch coming up. We got the Steelers. We got the Ravens. 
And then yeah. we got a we got a bye week with the Lions, and then we got their Cardinals. And then you think trade Allen Robinson for like a fifth round pick. I was gonna tomorrow. say, do you think there's any market? So if they lose Allen Robinson in free agency, they'll probably get a third round pick. So the, the deal has to be better than that. Yeah. Oh, but really? Do you oh, think there's any market the compensation for him would be a third yeah. round pick? Oh, then, then don't. If you do you think there's any that. market for Jimmy Graham? Do you think there's any market for Akeem Hicks? Yo, Jimmy Graham. Uh, let me tell you something about like what the. There's when you're looking at a team and what's going on in the NFL, a lot of little internal things will tell you what's really going on. Jimmy Graham is basically saying, "Fuck the Bears." Fuck the Bears. These dudes are fuck joking. The Bears he fucked the player NFL Players Association. He's pissed at everybody. Yeah, he's, he's like, just, yo, he's what he's just cashing a check. Yeah, he's like, "Yo, fuck the Bears. These dudes are jokers. I'm not about to come out here and risk my body and 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 try to." Make sure I get on the field. There's little things like that that'll tell you what's going on. Did he Kinda, dress yesterday? No. What, what's Kinda, going on with him in the NFLPA? He was mad in the preseason with the NFLPA because of the coat. He was like, why do I have to come in on my bye week? Why do I have to come in on the rest days to get uh, tested? And they were like, well, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to do this. And he made a big stink about that. He claimed he's vaccinated, but he's on the COVID list now. So, Gotcha. Listen, he doesn't want to play. Right, he wants to collect his ten. He wants million. to collect his millions, and that's it. Like, but there's, but there's certain like you. That doesn't happen when you feel like shit's running the right way, and you got a chance to try to win. But he's like, man, I'm not about to come up here and risk my body for this shit. And then, and then you got, and, and then there's there's six other tight ends on the roster. Like, fuck that, man. I'm not. Y'all just go ahead and pay me, and 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 that's what it is. But yeah, man. I, I mean, mean let, let's be honest. Jimmy Graham has Ward is welcome in a few places. He, this is not the first, like, right. That's true. That's true. He was, a, that's he was true. an all pro tight end. The saints could not wait to get rid of him. Then he got into the Seahawks. Same thing. Like he's, that's him. But also, yeah, it, it, he knows mismanagement when he sees it. Cause he's been with good organizations and exactly. this is not one of them. Yeah, exactly. And he knew mismanagement when he saw that deal they offered him. He was like, these dudes have no idea what they're sure, doing. I'll, t- I'll, I'll catch some goal line fades, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Fine. How the fuck did they offer me this deal? They, these dudes don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and come here. So there's also that thing. Let me go back to the game because I also want to bring up like how important this stuff is. And this is why I think Belichick has been so successful and the good coaches in the league are so successful. You come out of you're you're winning 13 to 9 going into half. You're getting the ball at half. You come out, you go down, you put together a solid drive. You kick a field goal. Cool, whatever. 16 to 9. You then come out, the crowd's into it, you're up a touchdown at home. It's third and 20. When you give up that screen, the game is almost – you might as well have booked the game right then and there immediately. Just because – like, that's how big those types of plays are. You just can't flip – you can't flip the whole momentum. The Niners were dead. Mm -hmm. They were getting ready to punt the ball. The Bears were going to have the ball in good field position, trying to punch the ball in again. They were dust. And then all of a sudden, they got the ball in the – they they get the ball down on the three yard line. And it's getting ready to be a tie game. And, now and the they, Niners, the Niners knew it. That's why they called a screen pass. They weren't going for the first down there. Yeah, it was dead. They were dead. They knew it, and it was so. That's why that stuff is tough to follow. Also, um, I think I don't. I, we didn't score on this. This is after. Well, first of all, then we go down and give up. A, we 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 score one of the best touchdowns in the NFL this year with that Justin Fields scramble on fourth and one. Shit play call, by the way. But that's a whole nother conversation. But 
Justin Fields makes it happen. He scores a touchdown. We then miss the extra point. Hey, listen. I was on. I was literally on the phone with Nick as he kicked it, and in my head, I was like, "This would be a fucking crazy time for Santos to miss a kick. He hasn't missed one." And I, I don't even remember last time he's missed. And I remember thinking, like, this would be an interesting spot for him to miss one, and he pushed it. But like I said, Nick, we had to score anyway to win the game. So like, I'm, I don't even care about the extra point. Almost like, forget about it. Whatever. We got. We, we were gonna have to go down and get more points anyway. Then on the kickoff. So then the, the Niners go down and score. And then the kickoff, um, I'm blanking on his name. Who's our return specialist again? Uh, who was it this week? Um, Jakeem Grant. Yeah, Jakeem Grant. Re- catches the ball on the 109 and a half line. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's almost in the first fucking row. of the. He's, he's, standing, by the, he's <laughs> standing by the goalpost, basically. Catches the ball and brings it out. And for an offense that is... I understand, and I've joked around about, yo, if I was a return specialist, I'm bringing out everything. Like, fuck that. Like, I, I'm, I'm, and, and I'm on the worst offense in the league. Like, I'm never returning. I, I get, like, two returns a game. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm definitely bringing everything out. But for an offense that is, is, has struggled all year, hey, man, you might want to eat, you might want to eat the one at yeah. 109 and a half. We end up starting the drive on, like, the 17 instead of the 25. And I know that doesn't sound like a big deal, but, man, that that eight yards are hard to come by when you're trying to move the rock with a young quarterback and young offense. So those two plays I thought were bigger than they looked. Obviously, the third and 20 was massive. But little stuff like that of bringing a kick out from 109 and a half and trying to make a play, I get it. But it's just those type of things are tough ironic when the special teams coach was the acting head coach last yesterday for yeah. the special teams to screw up two in a row that's the extra point and then the kickoff return i, I had the same thought too like yeah who who is telling these guys that this is a green light situation if it's yeah. in if it's that far deep in the end zone just let it bounce and go like it's just dumb i remember when i saw the kick and i saw where he was lining up to catch it i literally went to stand up to like go grab some something out yeah. the kitchen because i knew he was going to kneel it and we were going to have to like tv timeout. We're gonna get the ball at the twenty-five. Like, there's no way he's bringing this out. And I saw him catching and take off, and I'm like, "Oh man, this is not good." So, little shit like that. Belichick would have ate him up if oh, he yeah. did some shit like that. You know when what they, I'm saying? Wouldn't have got it back on the bus. Yeah, like maybe like yeah. that type of shit. So we're gonna need you. We're gonna need to get you on a ride home. Yeah. <laughs> Bears go on the road to Pittsburgh next week, and then the we gotta- streaking, the streaking Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, Monday man, Night Football again. The, fr- the franchise, the organization. Monday Night Football. Monday Night yeah, Football. Always a bad spot for the Chicago Bears. When, against, when, people, when eyeballs are on them, it's a bad spot. And the Steelers are low-key quietly winning games. There's, I think it's three in a row for them now, right? Yeah, They're winning games three. the way the Bears thought they were going to be winning games, yeah. like 16 to 5 and yeah, like super ridiculous ugly. scores. Yeah. My, hey, Mike Tomlin, man, it's the program. Yeah. It's the institution over there. They're, they're never <laughs> going to be bad. Roethlisberger is half dead, and they're never going to be bad. It's funny what good leadership does for a team. Crazy. Yeah, exactly. When I everybody was, knows what they're supposed to fucking do. Right. <laughs> I was doing some research um, on that game before uh, the kickoff yesterday, and Roethlisberger's 10-1 and one straight up after a bye, which I thought was interesting. He's just old, and give him, give him a little extra <laughs> well, time he, and he get healthy a little bit. Get, every year, he ta- he doesn't do anything in the offseason. We know this. So it takes him like two months to get ready for the year. He uses the first couple months to get ready for the year. It's got to get in shape, and then he's ready to go. Yeah. So 
We <laughs> bathroom Ben got it done yesterday. Fifteen ten. Um, Cleveland's a fraud, by the way. Very. We can talk about that another time too. Very. But Bears go to Pittsburgh next week. Then we we're at home against the Bears. Or excuse me, the Bears do not play the Bears. We probably take an L there though. But, we get a buy. But, <laughs> we get buy there. Yeah, yeah, we get a buy in there, and then so after the we go to Pittsburgh next week. We get a buy after that. Then uh, we play the Ravens at home, which is going to be a really tough game. Then we go to the Lions. Another prime the Thanksgiving game. Yeah. Why, why do yeah. they keep scheduling us on Thanksgiving? <laughs> America does not want to see this. No, no. Why do, no, why do they <laughs> keep scheduling the Lions? The no. Lions are a tradition. They have to play on Thanksgiving. No, Dude, can... What a brutal, what a brutal, brutal, brutal situation over there. Just Dude. brutal. Yo, I was, I was, I was, around, I was at the house and I was thinking like, cause I'm like, man, as a Bears fan, I feel because I hate complaining. Like, just do what you make your decisions and live with them, whatever. And I was thinking about Lions fans, and I was like, man, I really feel bad for those. It's brutal. They they're rocking Dan Campbell, Anthony. <laughs> Did Lynn you see is, his press conference yesterday? The, Anthony Lynn is running the offense, <laughs> and then Jared Goff is your quarterback. Dude, Jared Goff. You have. It's just all bad over there, man. Like they they're just they they're their front office and stuff running the organization being run over there is worse than us and they have no quarterback. So at least at least we're we're not those guys. I, I I'll tell you that. Why wow, what did Campbell say in the in the presser? It was, it was just he's just a funny guy. He was just like clearly uh guys were prepared to come out and play today and that that falls on me the head coach so i didn't do a good enough job but it's just like he's just like this big huge dude with like a fuck he's just baseball cat he's just a fucking character i don't know man it's just like it's just a shit show over there it's one of those things you kind of just had to see it he's just he's just a fucking it's just a clown look man like we were talking about it last week we've given them props before for playing hard for him but that that is just a it's a bad joke of an organization and jared goff who would have knew jared goff leaves uh sean mcbay and gets Exposed as a fucking brutal quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna who, tell who you had, this, who had that one happening. The Bears maybe have two more wins on the schedule. Listen Good. to the rest of the schedule. We got at Pittsburgh, home against the Ravens, at the Lions, home against the Cardinals. Then we go to then we go to Lambeau. Then we play the Vikings. Then we have to go to Seattle. Then we play the Giants, and then we go to Minnesota. There's maybe two wins on that. Do we have our first round maybe pick next year? No. We don't. The Giants have it. Oh, oh. So that that will listen. This year is a the, development year. Next year is a. So wash. we're giving the Giants a quarterback. Oh, there's no good quarterbacks coming out, but we're giving the Giants a quarterback. We got two years, we'll man. Go we got two got more Danny years Dimes. of nonsense. Danny Dimes, baby. Danny Dimes. They play tonight. Do they? Yeah, they got Mahomes. Shout out! Hey, shout out, Mike White. Also, yo. <laughs> shout out, Mike White. <laughs> My man was balling. <laughs> <laughs> 400 yards off the street. I took the Bengals in my eliminator pool. Whoops. Mike Mike White. (laughs) A lot of people did. Yeah, Mike White. Shout out Trevor Simeon. Yeah, Northwestern. It was backup weekend. Gino. Gino had a good game. Gino had a good game. Yeah, I feel awful for Jameis. Jags are. Yeah. That's That's up. Yo, it's it's really bad because he didn't get any money, man. Yeah. And he was was lined up to get paid. He was lined up. He he still might get a little bread. He was playing solid. So we'll see. All right, guys. He's already got the LASIK taken care of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll leave leave it there. Hey, but another example of the D playing really bad. Like, hey, listen, I understand that it was the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home, but we got murdered. Yeah. In that first half. Like, it was just, we were getting destroyed, gashed all over the place. And then we show up at home 
I don't. I can't remember the last time we didn't force a punt. I don't have that. I don't have that stat anywhere. But for us to not force a punt at home, yeah. yo, I would love to see when, when the last time we didn't force a punt at home was. That shit has to be a long ass time ago. So against a really good offense, we're giving up fifty yesterday. Yeah. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it was, against a, it was it was that easily. Bad. Like they sh- thirty-three to twenty-two is is not not the true score of that game with how bad our defense played. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was that bad. I would love to. I want. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna scrape around and see if I can find that last time. I feel like that happened in Trespin years, but I can't remember exactly. Yeah, maybe. But one. Either a turnover or a punt. I I feel like it happened one game, but I I'm trying to remember which one it was. Yeah. So. All right, guys, we'll leave it there. For Eli K. Brown, for Big Nick the Quick, I'm your host, Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe, man, everywhere, YouTube, iTunes. You know the deal. We're here every week breaking down the Bears game Monday morning. Lock in with us. No catch-up. Sports Talk Bay Chicago. We're out of here.